you got over a million followers on Instagram, like you said. Now, let's actually go back and do some diagnostics here. In the first instance, what is branding and why should athletes and entrepreneurs build, build a brand? Branding is it's an ongoing thing, it's a continuous thing. So, branding is what you do over time, what people then know you for. Branding is a continuous stuff, it's a continuous narrative. When you do the same thing over and over, and that's what people say, what people say about you when you're not in the room. You might be thinking the brand, you might be thinking something, but it's what people really say. So apparently brand is what you're known for. You're brand known for. is what you do. Basically. What you do. For me, I always say this, you can't give what you don't have. If you're still hungry and do charity work, you're going to be hungry anyway. So in order for you to give back, you've got to first of all be okay. Yeah, but I'll be very honest with you. Charity is not about money. It's about service. You don't need to have a dime to do charity. On this episode, we're going to be talking about social media. We're going to be specifically talking about Instagram to be very specific and as well as personal branding, the power of using personal brand to build a network of winning entrepreneurs and also winning business people and having great relationship online and offline. Are you thinking about building your wealth? Are you thinking about where to start or not knowing where to start in your wealth creation journey? At Property Wealth Education, we teach people how to get started, how to build an empire, and how to invest passively and actively using property in your wealth creation. Month in, month out, week in, week out, we have curated courses that is available to you, free and paid, and through our upgraded mentorship program, The Wealth Circle. If you're thinking of building your wealth, we want to invite you to click on the a link below the show notes on this video uh, to book a call with us we'd like to have a chat to help you start to build your wealth build a legacy for yourself and your family without further ado i've got my very good friend and a brother we've been friends for a very 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 long time we are from Nigeria, both of us from the same state way back home in Nigeria, Edo State to be very precise. He's someone I've got massive, massive respect for. Uh, he's done amazing things on social media. He's done so many things in the football in the industry as well. He's worked with the likes of Mikel Obi, um, Kelechi, you name it. All the Nigerian superstars, footballers knows this guy by the name, not just the Nigerian football stars as well. Everyone within the Afrobeat industry knows him by the name. Without further ado, you want to welcome my great brother, Dr. Drew Uyi. How you doing, my brother? I'm doing well. Fantastic. Finally, we're here. Yes, we're here. <laughs> you know, over the years, you and I have been friends and I always wanted to bring you to the podcast. But you've been very, very, very busy, by the way, and just not having the time to come and we do this episode. So for those who don't really know you, I know I kind of spoke about you a little bit, but I just want you to kind of, maybe if I missed anything about what you do, you know, who you are and the people, especially within the Afrobeat industry and also as well as the football industry, you know, how you have been able to make some great impact. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll try to be precise, yeah, <laughs> not to say too much. Um, about myself because um, the podcast is about educating people but I'll just say a little bit about myself um, obviously my name is Dr. Drew Oye I'm based in London um, 
I've done, uh, I'm a football agent. Firstly, I'm a football agent. Uh, secondly, I do branding as well, personal branding. I help people personal branding, especially uh, specialize in athletic branding, which is uh, the footballers. So that's uh, my strength. And that's where, you know, that's uh, my passion. Uh, football is, um, is, a, is, a, is a massive business. Uh, it's a massive industry, rather. So I just, uh, I came into football by you know in my own way trying to change the game you know try to work try to help people with their personal branding because obviously before you do business you have to add value so what i've done it over time of add value to you know athletes footballers uh, in particular you know adding value to them they've in return giving me my respect and giving me opportunity to work with them wow so when you say you've tried to add value, you know, with people who are footballers and people, you know, in the sports industry, especially uh, the footballers specifically, I know you've worked with a few Nigerian, um, you know, basketballers, uh, you know, a lot of other people who have done different types of sports, mm-hmm. but specifically football, when you say add value, what does that really entail by saying, you know, adding value? Because I would want to assume that a footballer already has a brand mm-hmm. because he's in a pitch he's seen, or for example, a, you know, a, a basketballer, for example, he's already on the stage, he's playing basketball. How do you then add value to someone who's already on TV and being known? And is that not branding? Yeah, um, as, as I would say, every athlete is a brand. You know, their brand already, but they have to amplify it for them to be that proper brand that people will, that will attract people to them. Uh, you, you, they, they, you have to be intentional. A lot of athletes, they just there. If you don't, you, you might be a brand, but if you don't activate it, you are not a proper brand to say. And uh, adding value is very important uh, for me because in the business, in, in the sporting industry, uh, at large, it's a very competitive industry. You know, you know, it's competitive on the pitch and off the pitch. Yeah. You see, so for people for the support system, if you don't do something different, nobody will notice you. You see, before I started doing football management and agency proper, uh, they've they, they've been a lot of people before me. Yeah. And they've done their things differently. They've been quiet. They've been doing. They've been working on the you know. You know they be doing their things, you know, in in the in the old-fashioned way, I'll say. But I see myself as a uh, as a modern football agent with pride because um, coming in, I didn't just go. I don't just go to play and say, "Oh, can I be your agent?" You most times players will come to me and say, "Oh, please, can you be my agent?" And that's that's where I feel fulfilled. And what's the secret behind it? It's adding value. So you're saying that uh, they're already a brand. Uh, not really. If they don't do what they need to do, they'll just be still. You know, they will, nobody will be excited about them. It's only about you know creating that that fancy that that kind of mist and attraction that pe- that will make people want more. You know, because in the field of play, you have literally eleven players played at a time, and apart from that eleven, you got substitutions. You have substitute players that about about five six you know so what will make people take that interest in you in particular you know 
is go beyond performance. Yeah, you can perform, but some players don't even perform as much. But it's all about maximizing. You know, for me, there might be a brand, but how do you maximize, 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 maximize? That's the goal. So I've added value in different ways. You know, things that people don't even think about. I said, look, call you up and say, look. So how about if you kind of, you know, maybe in a more, you know, very sort of exact context, mm. if you don't mind just sharing exact two points on how you've added value. Because where I want to go with this, I want to go with this into entrepreneurship because mm. first of all, yes, when I was growing up and I, I used to watch footballers on TV mm. and I automatically assumed they're famous, they're known. Mm. Right. Sometimes the ones who scored the goals mm. or the one who saved the, you know, the goals. So goalkeepers are usually very, very famous. Mm. Strikers are very, 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 very fa yeah, famous, yeah. you know, and you would assume sometimes that everybody knows the 12 players on the pitch. Mm. Right. Now, the ones who become more Eleven famous. <laughs> so, yeah, it's it, sorry. That goes to tell you I don't watch football, by the way. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> so anyway, so you go 11 players in the pitch, right? And then in the end, right? The strikers are very famous. Goalkeepers are very famous. And defenders as well are also very famous. Mm. But sometimes midfielders uh, and so on, somehow, depending on how you coordinate the pitch, mm. you might not be famous. Mm. Now, footballers then get you know, advertorials on newspapers, um, you know, magazines, TVs, you know, to advertise specific brands or products and, you know, tell you they're using, you know, that product for other people to go and obviously buy it. Mm. And that was what it looks like before. Mm. Now, you now have things like influencer marketing, mm. where, for example, you can actually get a footballer to, for example, property wealth. Imagine tomorrow, you know, someone like Rio Ferdinand coming to the, my three days property wealth summit. Mm. Automatically, there's going to be an explosion mm. because everyone is going to be, if Rio Ferdinand mm. can come to property wealth education to teach him how to invest in property, mm. automatically there's a different perception. Yes, of course. So in my mind, mindset, that would be Rio Ferdinand adding value to my business mm. based on the fact that he was once, you know, an England, an England international, you know, international player. Yeah, played for Manchester United. And played for Manchester United, exactly. Now, in those kind of contexts, someone like that, is there still going to be a value added to him regardless? The fact that, you know, he's already done a few advertorials mm. and, for example, he's coming to Property Wealth, mm. you know, to promote my brand. Mm. How then someone like you, who's an agent and also a brand specialist, mm. is going to add, you know, add value to that kind of individual? Yeah, um, it's quite straightforward, you know. There are levels to this branding. Yeah, they're upcoming, they're amateur players. As, as I would say, it's not too early to start building your brand. Okay. Someone like Rio Fedner, he's already up there. He's an ex-player. He's done everything. You know, he's done so much. But at the end of the day, even if you're ex-players, the things that you can do that can still add value to your brand. Like, I'll give you for instance, it's all about visibility. You have to be there. You see, like, in right now, Ian Wright realized that, listen, I can't just be an ex-player and be doing little, little stuff. I need to be out there. For instance, there's a guy, uh, most people know him, Robbie. 
Robbie is the uh, is the founder of uh, Astor Fan TV. Yeah, when it goes out, and he goes on, the, like, they go, they go. Maybe they go for an event. He goes out, and right goes out. People are most likely to go after Robbie because Robbie is out there. He's always on YouTube, and the younger generation they know him. They know him better than Ian Wright. And Ian Wright is it's like it's an Arsenal legend. You can't take it from from him. But that's then. So nowadays, you see Ian Wright doing more stuff because he has to be in the scene. He has to be seen in the scene. You know, he needs to go for events. He needs to like get get interviewed. He needs to get on YouTube. He needs to get his account. He needs to get his all his social media on point. You know, so it's all about visibility. You need to be out there. Somebody has to be plugging you. Somebody has to be pushing you. That's how I add value to players. Because, for instance, I've got a million followers. Yeah, I've got upcoming footballers. I've seen upcoming footballers, even established footballers that have got maybe, maybe fifty thousand. By the time I post them on, on my page, you know, they get my my audience. They get that market. People get to see them. People because my audience are like because I'm coming from the media background. I'm coming from the entertainment background. I'm coming from the movie background. I'm coming from media as a whole. So I'm talking about uh, entertainment, music, comedy. Um, uh, drama and all that because of fashion because I have worked in that industry so they all this is my audience so those people they might know footballer but by the time they see the football on my page you know we're doing a collaboration they start following them I've seen footballers have doubled their followers because I post them on my page so and that is a value that the footballer will notice that oh bro since you posted me I get a lot of traffic. I got a lot of traction. So, the, anybody that tells you number doesn't matter, he's lying to you. Numbers does matter because, as I say, uh, the Russians will say there's quality and quantity because with the numbers you have, that's where there's the, the people you're going to sell to eventually. So, when you're upcoming footballer, yeah, you have to start branding yourself little by little because branding gives credibility. You see, so, but over here, we're slow at it. But like in America, when a player is playing from, from sports is quite big, from high school, they're already branding themselves from college, it's all out. And then when you go pro, it's full blast because that is what is gonna, that your brand is your legacy and that is your wealth. And that's what you're gonna be, that's what you're gonna depend on after your career. You see, you see someone like Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson is a boxer. He did well. Yeah, he went bankrupt. But he, if there was no social media, he would be dead. Mm. He would be gone. But because of social media, they try to bring him back in. That's our job. So, okay, come, guy. It's not the end of the world. Yeah, we'll bring all your old footage. We'll put it on social media. We'll rebrand you. You know, if there was no social media, I could tell you 100%. Mike Tyson will not be driving the Rolls Royce today. You know what? Very quickly, I think what we're going to quickly do here, let's roll it back a little bit. First of all, I know we talked about you adding value. You've built a very successful brand for yourself as an individual. You go over a million followers on Instagram, like you said. Now, let's actually go back and do some diagnostics here. In the first instance, what is branding? 
and why should athletes and entrepreneurs build build a brand? Branding is it's an ongoing thing, it's a continuous thing. So branding is what you do over time, what people then know you for. Branding is a continuous stuff, it's a continuous narrative. When you do the same thing over and over, and that's what people say, what people say about you when you're not in the room. You might be thinking the brand, you might be thinking something, but it's what people really say, what people say in general, what the, the majority of people say about you when you're not there behind your back. For instance, people in the room, they mentioned your name. And people say, oh, that guy that does that, that is your brand, you see. So that, apparently, brand is what you're known for. You're brand known is for. what you do, basically. What you do, is, 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 is not, it's not necessarily what you do, it's what, what you're known for, what people know you about. You might be doing one thing, you know, they might be doing something, but people don't know you for it, they don't know you for it. So they have to know you for it. Because there's no point, you say, you're a footballer, you go, you go into, into a place and people don't really know that you're a footballer you know even if you're wearing a jersey they'll be like you know so so you, does that means brand has a lot to do as well as attention yeah attention you know with visibility people people need to know you you need to tell branding is that you have to tell your story and you, people need to know you for what you're saying people need to know you for what you're doing what does it take to be the brand from my own experience to be the brand is about give and take the easiest way to be the brand is giving back. You know, it's giving charity work because if um, easy way, the easiest is that, way to- is that for entrepreneurs or it's just specifically for footballers? Because as an entrepreneur, if you're if you're not making money yet in your business, you're not going to go and do charity work. But obviously, as a footballer, mm. if automatically I'm already earning twenty k mm. a week, mm. for example, yeah, and by the end of the month that's eighty k mm. after tax. Well, you know, there's still there's there's still big money in that pot. Then yes, I can set up a charity structure that eventually gets a lot of my other associates to contribute to that charity structure and to give back. Mm-hmm. For me, I always say this: you can't give what you don't have. If you're still hungry and do charity work, you're going to be hungry anyway. So in order for you to give back, you've got to first of all be okay. Yeah, but I'll be very honest with you: charity is not about money. It's about service. You don't need to have a dime to do charity. You know, I, I would say, for, for instance, if you're an uh, entrepreneur, okay, let's be specific, if you're into properties, so you don't need to give money to, to give back. You can give back by help uh, homeless people or maybe going to help them fix their place or something or just giving back. So when they know that you're giving back, it will, automatically the universe will pay you back. So that's the way, uh, you know, people see me, they say, okay, I'll, uh, Drew's a good guy, you know, Drew, you know, is uh, is a reliable guy. Drew is somebody that, you know, is a plug. He's a guy that if you go to, he will will help you with a solution and all that. So automatically, I build my brand by helping artists. Artists, you know, the artists that people that come from Nigeria, like when they come, they want to do a show over here. You say, okay. Even if I'm not giving them money, you know, I give them a few tips. Okay, go there, go there. If you wanna, if you wanna go on TV, I've got a plug. I can send you to a TV station. I can send yeah. you to a radio station. The words will go around, and then people will be coming to you. Before management or agency stuff, it chose me. I didn't choose it. I didn't choose that. If you, let's let's go back. I always wanted to be a football agent, right? 
I studied sports management. I haven't waited for the course to be available for me to go into university. Yeah, I studied sports and event management. By the time I graduated, the barriers were very high to be a football agent. But by the time I graduated, artists were coming to me. People were fighting over me to manage them. Because why are they coming to me? Because they've seen what I've done. You know, you have to be selfless. Whatever you're doing, money is not important. Don't put money, don't put money first. You have to be selfless. You have to be dedicated to service. By that time, words will go around that. You know, people, people might think they're using you, but if they can't use it, you're useless. I don't mind people using me, but at the same time, don't abuse me. Same time. So when you, you people think they're using you, but indirectly, they're building you. I mean, I always say this though, it just kind of reiterates on that word that you said right there. When it comes to say people use people, I obviously, every time I say this, there is no such thing as somebody trying to use you. Uh, like you said, and I completely agree with that, you know, th- that you're learning in the process of someone else using you. And if you're not using, if you're not being used, then that means you're useless anyway. And I totally, totally agree, agree with that. Do you have any sort of case study where you would have felt that actually someone wanted to use you, but actually you got the best out of it? You know, sometimes, you know, in my business, in my line of business, uh, be it sports or entertainment, a lot of things are discreet. But why? But how you start saying stuff, it's like you're calling them out. So, you know, I cannot be specific, but sometimes... No, I mean, just a case study, no example, no, 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 no specific it, name or anything. It, it's a case, it's okay, it's a case study. No, it's not like people using you. People, you, you putting yourself for service. People indirectly think, oh, they're using him, but that's not the case. Like for instance, now, I'll just maybe uh, an established uh, actor, for instance, maybe established actor that's got maybe 10 million followers. You know, you get to know the person, then time to time, you post the person, you post the work, you're posting the work. People are, ah, you're just posting this guy. You don't even know the, the actor get to see that you post him, you support his work and everything. It's only natural. You must have posted the guy like for 10 times, you know. But that one time, the guy is going to post you. It's going to be like, it's going to add so much. It's going to be more valuable than the 10 times you've posted the person because he's already established. You're trying to be established, you know. So, um, might say okay uh, this guy does okay out of you know but because when I started there was no social media that's why sometimes they call us the, the, we are the OG before the IG you see we're the OG the time I started we were giving services there was no much in return but now there's so much in return and I'll tell you for free that social media is a cheat code social media makes a difference because, you know, you take a picture, back in the days, you, you're working with this particular superstar, you take a picture with a superstar, you put in the album, you put in the uh, profile, anybody comes to your house, they have a look, this and that. But the reverse is the case now. You take a picture with a superstar, you put it on your social media. I have put in a picture. Sometimes I feel it, I don't feel, I don't feel take a picture 
Like, because people start talking, sometimes people talk and say, hey, oh, maybe uh, he doesn't really know them. Oh, why are you taking a picture? Sometimes you feel, but I tell you, I took a picture with an artist, yeah? And that one picture, I posted it online. I did it for $100,000. $100,000. And my cost from that was 10%. That was $10,000 for just posting the picture. You see, because what, what literally happened is that I took a picture with this uh, with this artist. This is a, you know, it's an A-class artist, you know, a Nigerian artist. And there were people in Gambia, in other African countries, that were trying to assess this person by any means they could. They needed the artist for a gig in December. Yeah. Right? There was no way, there was no access. So they see me with the artist, I was easier to reach out to. They reach out to me that is that's it, no problem. I hooked them up, they did two shows, they paid per show fifty thousand dollars. For the two shows, one in Gambia and one in Senegal, that was a hundred thousand dollars. And I got my percentage from there, ten percent. So there is benefits in these things, you know. So, you know, associations, brand association, brand collaboration, there is benefits in it, you know. So going back to say, when social media makes a difference, before social media, you might be doing some work, nobody will see it, it's just you and your immediate family. But now you do work with, you know, you do work with these people. It's seen universal, everybody's seen it globally. So for entrepreneurs, because obviously this podcast you know, focus a lot on entrepreneurs, uh, property investors, and business people. Mm. Now, obviously, we 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 got this conversation started from you know, especially the football industry, mm. and uh, we've talked about the music industry, especially Afrobeat, which you're very very well passionate about. Mm. To be honest, part of the reason why I actually invited you to this podcast is, you know, you know, I want you to share a lot of wisdom on how entrepreneurs and business people, how they can build a brand and how they should build a brand and why they should build a brand. And in the first in the, in the final instance, why is brand the lifeline of a business? It's just simple principles. To build a brand, you need a platform. You need your social medias, like, you know, at least three. You need your Facebook, you need your uh, Instagram, you need your LinkedIn, you need your Twitter, like those four, for instance. You need you need to be visible there. Yeah, the more they see you, the more they trust you. People do business on trust. You see, for instance, with footballers, yeah, I've had a particular footballer that was playing abroad for like three years. We're just visual friends. We're just doing stuff together. You know, we communicate. You know, visually. You know. He sent me stuff, I posted on my story, I posted, you know, just we're just doing stuff. By the time the person then made it to the premiership, he was like, when we met for the first time, it's like, we've been friends forever. And it wasn't a problem for him to like, Drew, take this 10 grand, do X and X for me. Because he already, he knew that I was consistent. And so branding brings credibility. It brings trust. It's very important for you as well 
you know, to be, as I said, visible for them to be seeing you all the time. It's good for you to build your brand. It's good for you to have the numbers because, it's, you know, it's the, it's the numbers you have. You That's who you're going to market to. That's who you're going to sell to. So uh, as, a, as an entrepreneur, uh, maybe uh, somebody that's dealing with property, it's very important that you build your brand. And as I said before, building your brand is give and take. You have to like give some stuff free out, you know, help people, you know, do some free, some free tutoring, teaching people. So from there, if they want more, then they then start paying for it, you know. But they, you must give something back. That's the simplest way I can say it. It's give and take. You're not gonna get. You're not gonna build your brand without giving back. Without giving, you can't. It's more or less impossible. Then you know, simple stuff is that you know always putting stuff out there for people to see, so they know you're still there because it's who they see that's who they're gonna work with. Yeah, I mean, interestingly, you you know, this conversation is something that recently. You know, I recently wrote and I'm currently writing a new book, which is going to be out in the fall in, you know, next year. And I think you're next about year to, or next month? no, I've, so I've got a goal to write a book per year. Okay. So my next book coming out is called The Test. Okay. And my sec, my third book coming out is basically, it talks about, you know, go from unknown to unforgettable. All right. So go from unknown to unforgettable and the reason why I decided to write go from unknown to become unforgettable is especially dealing drilling deeper how I went from unknown I wasn't known in 2020 January 2020 I only had less than 1,000 followers on Instagram Mm -hmm. on Facebook I probably had about 500 followers on Facebook on LinkedIn I probably had about 50 followers Mm -hmm. and the reason why I wrote, I'm writing this third book is called, it, it, I'm not going to share the name anyway, but it talks a lot about, you know, being, you know, being unknown to unforget, unforgettable. And I talk a lot about how entrepreneurs can become the honey. All right. Yeah. How a lot of entrepreneurs can become the honey mm-hmm. and the bees come to you. Yeah. So. Attraction. Attraction. I talk about attention and I talk about so many, many, many more things that allowed me within a short space of time to raise 1.5 million using social media, my visibility, credibility, you know, to basically, you know, invest in property. And I built a multi-million pound property portfolio now. um, And I did that without none of my own money. I did that with leveraging on unknown to becoming unforgettable. And the beauty about branding, as you've been speaking here and talking to the entrepreneurs, is a lot of entrepreneurs don't understand the importance of building social equity. Social equity is your brand. Social equity is your authority. You know, social equity is your ability to get into a room Mm. and being able to drag that attention all the way to you Mm. because the fact is that if nobody knows you nobody is going to flow you and i learned that a lot from one of my mentors is nobody knows you nobody's going to flow you so and in the past you know with all due respect as a football agent in the past the only people we saw as celebrity was musicians the only people we saw as celebrity was footballers Mm. The only people we saw as celebrity was actors. Mm. Now, 
in this current era that we are, entrepreneurs have what it takes to go and become a celebrity. Of course, most definitely. But you obviously have to understand that the game of branding is long term. It's long term. Especially branding. It's a, it's, it's a marathon, it's not a sprint. You've been building brand, bro, like, no word of a lie. Hmm. I remember way back in those days, I used to look at you and I'm like, oh my, this, how is it doing it? Obviously, you've helped me a lot as well in terms of my brand. Mm. You know, you've introduced me to a lot of footballers mm. and as well as you've introduced me to a lot of, you know, artists mm. as well. And I just can't wait for what it is uh, to come. And I know you, you're you also planning on writing a book at, at the moment yes. about this same topic. Yeah. Do you want to share a little bit of an insight you know, why you've also chosen to write a book about branding, about visibility, and why why should anybody care? To be honest with you, I think, firstly, I decided to write a book because a lot of people keep hitting me up. They send me a message to my DM. Oh, do you have a masterclass? Uh, how can we learn more? Uh, we like what you're doing. Uh, can you tell us more? So I cannot be telling people individually. I might as well just put it in the book and say, well, you have to go get my book. To be honest, I get at least maybe 10 to 15 people. Every single day. My DM, weekly, like. Oh, weekly. Yeah, weekly asking me, oh, how can I be like you? How can I do this? We like what you're doing, you know, and stuff like that. And I think it's very important. For me, it's a purpose-driven stuff. Yeah. I think Africans really need to work on their brand. They really need to work. That's why when I say Africans, I look African players because basically sometimes the issue with age cheating, uh, they don't get to trust our players. They say, oh, you don't buy a player. They'll be like, are you sure it's his age? Once you're born in Africa. But if you have a record, branding is about, you know, record. Imagine a young player five years ago he's, he put his picture when he was 16 on Instagram and the pictures there they see it there people go back they can reference to say okay this is him because with with, with, with athletes you know the more they train the more they look older the more they they look more uh, like you know so he really sometimes you see uh, as a, a black player is maybe is 17 years old 17 years old he might look older like 21 but the only grace for that kind of player, maybe if he was born in the UK, they should look at his passport, yeah, he was born here. But if he was born in Africa, no matter what you're going to say, that I'll say maybe he's caught his age. But if you have been branding yourself little by little, I don't say don't do, don't do too much, from the age of 16, maybe 16, when you, maybe when you finish your high school, you'll be like, you put it there, oh, you put your, you know, the last day of uniform, I said, oh, I finished school today and all that. Nobody's going to doubt you that you're not really, that like maybe a few years ago, you were not 16. Yeah. So by the time, so these things are important for Africans because as I say, branding, you know, bring trust, you know, and everything. So I decided to say, everybody's a brand, but it's just that you just have to activate it. What's really branding? What's really brand? Brand is your attitude, just a buzzword. Brand is a buzzword. Brand is attitude. Do you have a good, you know, brand is attitude and reputation. Right? Well, a lot of people think a brand is a website, it's your logo, it's your color, the color of your page. It's, it's your reputation. Your brand is your reputation. Brand is just a buzzword because it's either you have a good reputation or a bad reputation. But it's up to you 
to make your brand to make to make your reputation a good one than a bad one because if you don't if you don't say the, the narrative to the positive side people are going to look at it at the negative side but you say you don't care you don't care you don't care but you're losing you lose they say people must talk but just make that effort just make that effort be intentional don't be that guy that said i don't care you have to care about your brand true it's been absolutely absolutely amazing on having you on this first episode of our many many episodes to come uh for those of you who wants to follow drew make sure you check him out on instagram uh, you know if you don't mind just give a shout out on your instagram handle on how people can follow you reach out to you and to have a conversation about branding yeah once you type in uh drew we google uh, on any social media you'll find me there it's drew d-r-o-e-w you know that's abbreviation for andrew and then the last name yeah you know the last name one day is uh u-i-i it's quite easy drew Uyi. you can find me there so you know just just keep at it that's what i advise don't uh don't don't uh don't relent it's, it's your life you know your brand is your legacy, you know, and your legacy is your life and, you know, it's what people remember you for. Yeah. You know, your brand is your wealth because the more they know you, the more people want to invest in you, the more people want to do business with you. You're not going to do a business with a stranger or somebody you don't know about. Wow. You're not going to do business with a stranger or who they don't know about. And I always say this, especially all the time in multiple episodes of this podcast, of deep in and out uh, even on my social media handles uh, and most other people who have come before me has always said it they said people buy from you when they know like and believe in you know like and believe in you or people buy from who they like love and trust so and that's the truth and having a social media presence and building a brand with your social media present and being consistent and stand for something is one of the reasons why people would obviously buy from you or invest with yourself. So we're looking forward to many, many uh, episodes to come with Dr. Drew. We've got some fantastic things on the pipeline and I can't wait for your book that's going to be coming out. Do you have a timeline for that book at the moment? Yeah, I think uh, that book should be out before my birthday, which is the 30th of November, maybe on my birthday or something, 30th of November this year. So I put you on the spot there because that book has been long time coming, coming, coming. <laughs> now you've said it to the audience, the public, so they know November 2023, that book is going to be out. So guys, make sure that you like, subscribe, share this episode with a friend of a friend. And I hope you're able to implement some key conversations around what we've had uh, in your business, especially talking to the entrepreneurs and business and property investors watching this episode. Your brand is your lifeline. Make sure you tell everybody what you do. If you don't tell everybody what you do, it is just you doing something for yourself and nobody knows you. Nobody's going to invest with you. We'll see you on the next episode. Thank you so much and take care.